0: Hello, and welcome to the Read to Know podcast, where the goal is to actually remember what you read so then you can better apply it to your life. On this podcast, we go through a book one chapter at a time, and then we actually practice remembering what we've read. So if you want to follow along, we're currently working our way through Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. I'm Zach Brown, and my friend Chris Yarber is joining me to help discuss and break down this book. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge if you left a rating and review for us. It would help out a ton. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, no worries. Just send this to a friend who might be interested. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and enjoy the conversation. Zach, have you ever been rock climbing? I have not, not in real life. I, you know, I've done the not fake, in real life. I've done the fake kind. You know, the indoor rock wall climbing.
1: Oh no, that's what I meant when I oh, asked that's you that question. You yeah, <gasps> no, I've never been real rock climbing, <laughs> fake rock climbing. I see what you're saying now, though. F- fake rock climbing versus, yeah, not Cause, real
0: rocks. Well, because he starts out this chapter talking about rock climbing, and that's it's literally rock climbing. You know, outdoors on a cliff. Right. You could fall and die, right? Like, that's ma- what he's talking about.
1: <laughs> Which makes this story so much more dangerous, you know when you when you read it. But that's why I asked you that question. Okay. Um, yes, I've
0: been indoor rock wall climbing.
1: Okay, that's how I should have asked. I it. do
0: enjoy it, but your your fingers get destroyed. Oh afterwards. yeah, they do.
1: Yeah, they do. And okay, so <laughs> this one this one was actually outside. There was an obstacle course at this was this was at a camp, a good old. Church camp, growing mm. up, you know kinda how love, those are.
0: Gotta love youth church camps. Yeah, uh,
1: where somehow they got away with doing the dumbest of things. And as a youth pastor myself, I I would not get away with doing some of these things. But it would be really cool if we did have like an outdoor rock climbing, you know, course outside. That would be cool. But I did it for the first time when I was in middle school. And as we've already expressed on this podcast before, I am terrified of heights. I don't like them. That's why I don't like roller coasters. I do not like heights. And so the first time I ever went rock climbing, uh, you know, they showed us how to do it. You know, they strapped us in. And so I decided that I was going to go first and everyone had a partner, you know, cause they were holding the rope on the other end. And so I, st- I start climbing and at first, at first I, I end up okay. I end up okay. But the, the, higher and the higher that I started climbing, they just kept telling me just to look up, not to look down. So I didn't want to look up because I wanted to impress everyone and get as high as I could. And, um, and so I was climbing, I was probably about halfway up cause this was rather high and someone yelled something or said, Hey Chris, or something like that. And it, what I ended up doing was, was I looked down <laughs> and when I looked down my, my foot missed one of the rocks. And my body went down, down the rock wall. And thankfully, my friend was holding the the rope on the other end tight, keeping it tight uh-huh. so that I wouldn't just smack to the ground. But I just remember my body bouncing literally off of the rocks because I oh. slipped with that foot, let like go with my hands. And I just went do 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 probably for a couple feet before he before, you know, he caught on to me. And then I and then I just kind of, you know, was lowered down real slow. But for a second there. Luckily, it wasn't my face. It was just my body was going boom, 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 boom down the rock wall. That's so
0: pretty funny. Yeah, a couple a couple things though about that rock climbing wall. First off, was it at like a was it at a slant? Because because like because usually, at least from my experience, usually the rope is far enough out that if you let go and you fall, you're not anywhere really close to the the wall enough to hit it.
1: Yes, this rock wall about halfway up, which I had gotten to this point then it branched out in three different sections and so it went up and then it went out okay and so when i yeah, so was you're halfway the up, rope
0: is closer to the wall the
1: lo- yeah the rope is closer to the wall and so when i had gone about halfway and was kind of in a half position between straight up and down and going this way cuz i really wanted to reach reach you know touch the top rock and then just be lower down um i would have seen that as a victory and ever since then i have not
0: been Rock climbing it, indoors was, or that outdoors. That was the last time. I'd I I'd be up for it again, but well, here's what's interesting about that is that they also don't have didn't have the automatic kind of machine to like to slowly let you down too. There was an actual person holding on to the yeah. There was an actual person rope. holding
1: on to it. Yes, one of the one of the counselors. Oh, so you yes, you still
0: you still had to trust that dude. Yeah, still
1: had to trust him. Yeah, he was he was anchored in. You know, holding it down.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So okay, make sure you're harnessed in. See the you ones go. that I've done too have been the you know the. Uh, the pulley system where okay. it, it auto, you know, lets you down slowly. It 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 doesn't let you fall, you know. Yeah. So they don't need someone there to to hold on to the end of the rope. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the
1: these guys were holding on to holding on to the rope with gloves on, you know, and yeah. they had it around their waist and stuff, in the excess, you know, down here. So, but yeah, it was yeah intense, scary. Yeah, it was
0: intense. That's a funny story. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I honestly I wish there was a rock climbing gym close by, because I thought about it. that would be a fun. Kind of like membership to get, and then it, it would be, be something different, like a physical activity, kind of like an exercise that isn't just normal, like going to the gym and like lifting yeah, weights would or be doing fun. something like that. Just but something physical that would be fun to do. It's kind of like an exercise thing that isn't, uh, you know, just lifting or cardio or something, right? Know? Yeah. So, but I've because I've, I've looked into that because I think that would be fun yeah. to do on a consistent basis.
1: Yeah, and it's a good it's it's good exercise because it keeps your muscles strained for quite a long time because it's a rather slow activity. And so I love how Bob in this chapter uses the story of him and his friend actually rock climbing, not what we're talking about. And he, he uses it to say, you know, sometimes in your ambitions, towards your ambitions, life is going to move a little bit slower than maybe you thought you would. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, when when life is moving a little bit slower, it's it's not quite going the way that we expected, as we talked about in the last two chapters that's when you can get really, really discouraged. And so sometimes our road to our ambitions are going to take longer than what we may have thought.
0: Yeah, and discouragement is such a hindrance to progress. You know what I mean? You get discouraged, and you just come to a screeching halt. And the reason we even get discouraged in the first place, I mean, it could be a lot of things, but in this case, he's talking about if you feel like you're working, you know, you could be working hard, you know, like just working, working, working like just really like kind of grinding it out, but you feel like you're not getting anywhere because sometimes that happens. Sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm I am doing this. I'm working, but I feel like I am still at the starting position. I'm making no progress whatsoever. Yeah. And that's when things can get discouraging and things can get um you know, you kind of feel like you're lost in a sense, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh and so that's what he's talking about. You know, when you feel lost, then in that situation, you, if you need to take a second, he uses the example of tying yourself back in, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the rocks. You know, kind of going back to the foundation and making sure you're rooted in that foundation. Taking a step back, pondering, thinking, and then reevaluating and refocusing, then being able to get back in it once you've done that.
1: Yeah, and I think one step we do. to to make this possible is to tell other people and to be honest, to use our words and to clearly communicate to other people where we may be at in our journey towards our ambitions. And so he, he takes this interesting exchange here using the story, the illustration he uses in this book to connect us from uh, this first part kind of of this chapter, what we would label as part one, and then kind of part two of this chapter where he talks about the importance of the words that we that we use and that we speak. And so we have to be honest with people and upfront, and a lot can be done when we use words uh, in, a, in an intelligent manner, I guess you could say, to communicate where you are and your ambitions. Don't be afraid to be honest with other people about where you are.
0: Yeah, yeah, and... He says here, going along with that, what we say and stuff, is that just what we say is important. You know what I mean? And, and we, can, we, can, we can say a lot of things, but saying the right things um, is important, too. Because, you know, sometimes taking a step back in that, in tying, you know, again, refocusing, reevaluating, evaluating re-energizing, um, getting back to the, you know, the foundation mm-hmm. of where you're at. Sometimes you need to have conversations with people to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, I need to take a break in this area or this thing, you know, I need to, I need to pause on this and then I'll come back to it later. And he ties that in with the example of the rock climbing thing. When he wasn't tied in and his friend was coming up the (laughs) wall, he had to tell him in a specific way. He had to choose the right words. You know, he couldn't, he couldn't do it out of fear. He couldn't do it out of, um, uh, you know, a rushed kind of, um, antsy tone you know what yes. I mean he had to choose the right words and he had to say it the right way and so that's what we need to do as well when we need to take a step back if we need to communicate that with people we need to say that in the right way yeah and uh, not cause problems in in, <laughs> in doing it you know right yeah
1: and not not that he goes into this specifically but I think it's just important that when we when we do communicate with this with people As as many of us probably know, body language in our expression is so much is so much of that. It's what is it like ninety percent of our conversations is is not even the words that we use, but really just our body language and how we express ourselves with you know from everything with the way that our eyes look and the way that our mouth is moving and stuff like that, and the way that we may be sitting or using our hands or you know whatever it may be. Um, So when we do communicate that, not only do we have to be picky about the words that we choose, but also with our Expression as well doesn't mention that specifically in here, but I thought it was important, yeah. Um, yeah That's While we're talking about important. communication,
0: um, yeah, you were ready to open up this up and yeah, take a look at uh, some of our quotes here that we jotted down. Um, you know, uh, to start off here, he says, As you chase your ambitions, there will be some days or even entire seasons where you're not moving as quickly as you want. Mm-hmm. And Again, you know, I think someone like me, a one and a three on the yeah. Enneagram, I think we can relate to this, again, a lot. You yeah. know, I, I I, feel, I constantly feel, sometimes even, you know, honestly, probably, if I'm being honest with myself, probably on a weekly basis, I, I think, man, if I could only move a little bit faster here, <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, and, and, and some of that I think is probably like practices, you know, things mm-hmm. I can get better at, not just, you know, feeling stuck. You know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, that thought uh, does come across my mind. Um, yeah, fairly often. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But you know, even in in these slower seasons, he says don't mere, merely settle for for looking like you're you know tied in, um, because he says when the shine wears off the penny in your process, don't try to fake it with the people around you. So then he says don't don't settle for merely looking like you're tied in to your faith to things that that last. And so again, he kind of draws back to this idea he's come to before about okay, if things are moving a little bit slower than than you imagine, and maybe as he uses the analogy here, some of the shine wears off. Some of that some of that excitement and kind of the newness of that wears off. That's okay. Don't fake it. Just you know, be honest with yourself and be honest with other people. As we'll get into this communication here right. in and a second,
0: and that's a hard thing to do as well. You know what I mean? Not to fake it because I think our temptation with that is if we're not feeling it, we're just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just put on a face and I'll push through and I'll get through it and whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. And uh, you know that's not what he's advising here. <laughs> no, and not uh, at all. you know if we can you know not do that, I think it would be more beneficial for us in the long term.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Than uh, than trying to put on a face and push through. Yeah. Um,
1: I think it, I think it definitely is going to be better for us long term. We constantly look for short term solutions, thinking that these short term solutions, or maybe if there's a sh- a shortcut towards our ambitions, that that's going to help us out in some way. Right. But it's it's really right. not. And
0: he said, "There's no shame in." Telling people you need to take a step back from other responsibilities that you have, you need to maybe hit pause on some things. It's there's no shame in doing that, and there's no shame in being honest with people around you and telling them those things if they need to know. You know what I mean? And you know, he says it may seem counterintuitive, but sustaining belief looks like situational awareness of your circumstances, acknowledging the predicament, tying back in, and getting back to the work at hand. Hmm. And yeah, it may seem counterintuitive to take a step back, but that's what he's saying. It's actually not and you need to be aware, the situational awareness, aware of what's going on around you and what's going on, what's going on, you know, in you mm-hmm. and figuring out what you need to do. Acknowledge acknowledge what's going on and then do the right make the right moves to get right back on track as quick as possible. And sometimes that looks counterintuitive by taking a step back.
1: So yeah, you're right. We do at times have to take a step back to take two steps forward in a sense. Uh, One, one thing that I love he includes in this chapter is he says, and this may, you know, step us back a little bit, but he says that you're going to encounter some difficult people along the way towards your ambition. You're going to encounter some difficult people, but then he says, guess what? You're one of them. Yeah, <laughs> you are one of these difficult people that sometimes we can be difficult, especially when we're not picky about the words that we
0: that we speak. Yeah, I tell you what, Chris, sometimes you are that difficult person. I for am me. that difficult I'm person. <laughs> I'm just joking. I no, you Chris has actually never been a difficult person for me.
1: I, I'm a difficult person for myself sometimes. Uh, I <laughs> could see that
0: to be true. Yeah,
1: thank you. Is that a compliment? <laughs>
0: Anyway. No, it's just acknowledging <laughs> yeah. what you said. We can all be difficult. Yeah, we can all yeah. be difficult. We can all be difficult. I, I'm definitely
1: difficult sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm not saying yeah, as in I agree with that. I don't think you are. This has turned into quite a compliment party here. It's like,
0: wait, am I here? <laughs> It's turned into, it's turned into, is it a compliment or is it, uh, or, or is it, um, you know, criticism? I'm not sure.
1: I don't know. But honestly, when, when I just said, yeah, yeah, yeah to that, uh, I had looked, I looked down at the page where he writes on this last page of this chapter Mm -hmm. here that your words have tremendous power. That's true. But the negative things and like, we've just been saying the positive things and the affirmations that you give other people. Um, and really our words may be the most powerful thing any of us really have, you know, it may not be our, our writing or our, or the way that we, you know, sell, uh, cars or whatever your, you know, your ambition may be. It may not necessarily be a talent is what I'm trying to say, but really that, um, really the most powerful thing any of us really have is our words. Right.
0: And I think adding this section here at the end of this chapter, he says a couple of things. First off, that sometimes I think part of the reason, sometimes what plays into us being um, kind of discouraged and feel like we're not making any progress can sometimes be difficult people around us. Yes. You know what I mean? But also at the same time, I think this other point that he's kind of making here is that these difficult people, Mm -hmm. um, if they're wearing us down, we shouldn't let that take control, you know what I mean, and let that... That that feeling of being stuck, and that feeling of, or like you know that um, that negative feeling that comes with that take control and do something that we don't, that we really don't want to do, say something that we didn't mean to say, um, you know, in those situations, because oftentimes, especially if we're already there, if we're already feeling stuck, we feel like we're not making progress, we're defeated, we're a little, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, we're a little, you know, downtrodden. Mm That uh, difficult people can often bring out the worst in us if we're already in that position. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's what he's saying is is just, again, remember that uh, your words matter as much as your actions and, you know, pick good ones. Pick right. good words. The stupid shelf is really wide and always has plenty of things on it to grab. Yeah. Don't go there. Reach a little higher. When people have done this for me, they have become unforgettable. Yes. And so we have an opportunity when we, if you know, we're in that spot, or even if you know, maybe difficult people push us a little bit towards that. We have a choice to make and how we're going to respond. And he's saying respond in a positive way, respond in a way that is proactive and uh, will be long term beneficial. And uh, maybe it'll, you know, it'll do something for that person as well. Yeah.
1: Well, and when we recognize that you know, the right words, these words that we will be picky about when we recognize that they have the power to sustain us. We also recognize that they have the power to sustain other people. So we really do other people a benefit and, um, we add great value in choosing the right words to sustain them. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that's, you know, that's, this chapter, yeah, chapter 27. that's pretty much it. T- chapter twenty-seven. Check your ropes. Tomorrow is chapter twenty-eight. Ground effect. Get your wheels on the ground. Two more chapters left. Yeah, two more chapters left. We are almost there. Yes, and uh, if anyone listening has any thoughts on this chapter, on chapter twenty-seven, check your ropes. Feel free to reach out to us at Read to Know Pod on all social platforms: Facebook, Instagram. Twitter. Sometimes I check Twitter, not very often, but sometimes. But we're on there. Read to No Pod. And uh, you can send us an email as well, email as well, read to no pod at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can reach out to us there, tell us your thoughts. If you leave a rating and a review, it would help out a ton because it would help push uh, new listeners to our podcast. If you also email that to us, read to no pod at gmail.com, we'll take a look at it, read it, and uh, share it here on the podcast even. Uh, to share your wonderful review with the world. And lastly, I mentioned this last few days, but if you are interested in supporting the show, it would help out a ton. It would help keep the show um, at a high-quality level, and it would help keep it sustainable long-term because that's what we want to do. So if you're willing to support, you want to support, you can go to readtoknowpod.com forward slash support read to know forward slash support. And you can check out, we have some merch available. You can get a very cool read to know mug and phone case. Those are coming to me right now. They're on the way. I'm excited to get those. Uh, you got a sticker on the way. I
1: got a sticker on the way. I soon will get a mug. I want to get a phone case
0: like you got bath, mat, face mask, all kinds of things. So check that out. So many great things. Yeah. Um, but you can check out rep some read to know merch. That would be awesome. Um, and, uh, There's also a Patreon there that you can go and and be a Patreon supporter. Um, I'm working on tiers as we speak. So if you have any ideas for Patreon tiers, you guys want some rewards. Is there anything that we can do to help bring the listeners more value? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. And I'm trying to find the right ideas to do that because I want it to be something worthwhile to everyone involved. So, I'm trying to find the right ideas for us. So, if you have any ideas for a Patreon tier, feel free to also let us know, readtoknowpod at gmail.com, but that is there as well if you are interested. So, anyway, thanks again. It would mean a ton. If you did, check it out and support, readtoknowpod.com forward slash support. Anyway, thanks again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow for chapter 28.